0: Let's Talk Oculus, a VR podcast, is proudly sponsored by the good folks at Patreon. If you want to support the show, join us on patreon.com forward slash Let's Talk Oculus. What's up, Oculus nerds? Welcome back to Let's Talk Oculus episode 58. I'm Dan, and with all with me as always, the, the Captain Samson, I'd call him, because
1: he has, he has a ship now. Um, how you doing? Oh, let's get this party started. <laughs> I have a feeling, you know, this will be a really unforgettable episode. A lot of puns there, a lot of puns. Um, I think this might be one of our best
0: podcasts yet. I'm not gonna lie. I think this might be one of our best ones. So today we do have a special show. We have um we're gonna be joined by Edward, the developer at Mighty Coconut. He is best known, um, obviously, by Walkabout Mini Golf. He works on the art more than anything. So he works on the assets. Um, He's been there since, I believe, the Gothic course is what he mentioned. Mm -hmm. Um, And earlier today, actually, we dived into Walkabout. Um, Shout out to PJ from VR Verdict and Kai, who's one of the patrons who helped us record this session. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you absolutely but we were in there we were talking a lot um about obviously the new dlc about just walkabouts process in general um potential new uh updates coming and potential game modes that they've thought about we talked about we hit it we hit it all we hit it all yeah we covered a lot of basis uh, basis and i'm not gonna lie to samson i think i had a lot of fun i had like probably
1: one of my most fun podcasts i've ever done so much fun that yeah, was that was a blast. Time flew. Time yeah. just flew. We didn't even golf. Time flew. No, we didn't
0: even golf. So we much kept fun. jumping around to different scenes in like different you know, courses and such. But yeah, we didn't even golf. But Anyway, we'll stop yapping about before we show you. Um, just gonna give you that housekeeping as usual. Um, for anyone who's new here, Let's Talk Oculus releases every single Wednesday on all good podcast platforms and some rubbish ones as well. Uh, you can watch the video version on YouTube. Now, I would do you know, we have a lot of audio listeners. In fact, we have way more audio listeners than YouTube. This is one for YouTube, you know, like you can listen to it absolutely fine in the audio and you're not going to miss out too much. The only thing is that it's pretty cool watching us in Walkabout doing this podcast. Yeah. It's, it's like just, just watching us then. live. Yeah. From the Nautilus. Yeah, exactly. Knife from the lollist, and um, I think it's a really cool YouTube video. So definitely check us out on YouTube if you haven't already. It's at Let's Talk oculus and also we have a Discord where we always play in Walkabout almost every single Wednesday. So definitely join us in there for multiplayer games like Walkabout and other ones that we've jumped into. Um, and we also jump in a big screen now and again because twenty thousand leagues they in do. the sun uh, under yeah. the sea, sorry, is something that we did watch in there a few weeks ago
1: yep and we'll probably be watching uh in preparation for the next jules verne um the i believe it'll be around the world oh god uh it'll either be the around the world in 88 days or the one where they go to the they take that that journey to to the the center center of the earth Earth,
0: yeah yeah got it got it got it um
1: but yeah if you like big putts uh come on down to our discord (laughs) if you like big putts and you cannot lie (laughs) anyway um enough of yapping and
0: trying to give puns and all that stuff um here is um here is edward from walkabout mini golf Um, all right welcome we have edward here joining us from mighty coconut i.e the creators from walkabout um edward thanks for for joining us um i just want to say before we kind of get into everything here i want to speak on the behalf of me samson and probably everyone in the let's talk oculus community uh thank you for creating such an amazing game (laughs) we are in it literally every single week together and it's become more of our a social hub more than an actual game for us so i just want to say we really appreciate it your game has helped us grow our community
2: (laughs) ah they talk about face tracking we need really need blush tracking (laughs) so you guys can see him like, you're making me
0: smile. <laughs> um, Edward, obviously we'll talk about the new DLC, uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea uh, in a moment, but just about you, um, what is your kind of background with Mighty Coconut? Like what do you do and how long have you been um, at the company? So
2: I'm um, a relatively new coconut in that I've been uh, with Mighty Coconut <laughs> for two years. Um, which might seem like a long time, especially considering the game is about two years old. Uh, Mm -hmm. But from what I've discovered is that people, you know, they work at Mighty Coconut, they might leave for a project, but everyone comes back. Every time there's a, you know, a new co-worker, they go, oh, yes, well, they worked at Mighty Coconut back in 1643, and they liked everyone so much (laughs) they couldn't stay away. So I have a feeling I've entered a contract for life, um, (laughs) which is... Not a thing to be upset about. Uh, I <laughs> no. am one of the main uh, modelers. So, previously I did a lot of the environment modeling, like Labyrinth, I did you know most of the environment, all the maze, mm-hmm. all the walls, stuff like that. Uh, um, Sweetopia, that's got a lot of my work. They sort of let me go. Uh, mm-hmm. Tether Station, that's entirely my work, they just Mm. sort of hand me something and said, we'll check in 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 a while. Now I (laughs) am more, the transition from the art to the tech side, so more modeling artists hand me something like the Nautilus. This was a really, this was a training ground for a lot of people and we'll get into Mm. that in a bit more detail in a bit. And I clean all of it up and go, okay, well, I know this is what the tech team wants and so I'm sort of Mm -hmm. interpreting the art and making sure it works for the tech guys. I also do, like, the putters and the golf balls, which uh, mm. ah. they will take from my cold, dead hands. It's my favorite thing <laughs> in the world, is making the putters and the golf balls. Have you chosen one of your favorite putters? Um, I really love the original gothic one because it feels very, you know, elegant. I mean, there's a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, really, really fun putters, but say this and... Um, the Cherry Blossom putter, which is just sort of nice, ornate wood, would they feel like something I'd almost use in real life? Mm -hmm, You know, I think, oh, okay, this one, you know, it looks like a real putter. Also, um, Mm -hmm. there's a slightly selfish element in that these putters were done before we had sort of a full-time sort of concept art team. Whereas them. now all the you know the art the putters they go through lots of revisions we all work together as a team which yeah. makes them objectively better, but yeah. purely <laughs> on a selfish front I go this one is me <laughs> this, this the OG
3: <laughs>
0: to mine it's all yours I was about yeah. to say the putter that Samson's got at the moment which is like a what would you call it, like a stick essentially um, can I you call it my what that was stick from? myself I believe that seagull that was the seagull stacks hard seagull stacks um in seagull stack yeah that actually makes a lot of sense so me and my uncle my uncle's in the uk i'm in i'm in canada and the way we connect we don't really go on facetime or call each other it's just through walkabout (laughs) it just seems to be the the way we connect um and we did we do a lot of the fox hunts together and we did the seagull stacks which makes a lot of sense now and we got that we got that putter over there um, and then after we got it, we were like, oh, that looks kind of like a broomstick, like a Harry Potter kind of thing. So we ended up just using the fly mode and we were just flying around seagull stacks with the putter between our legs.
3: And we just did that for
0: like 30 minutes as we were just catching up. <laughs> Pretending to be Harry you Potter, know. I like it. Yeah. It's funny so it's amazing. We like, we always. Goji ref- putters, you know?
2: Uh, we always refer to that one as the Gandalf stick. Because it looks sort yeah, of like a you know, Exactly what I thought. Yeah, but now it I can't like a staff, not see a broom.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. especially if you, if you if you fly around with it and put it between your legs, it is. It does definitely look like a broomstick. <laughs> but no, they're, they're the OG. The OG putters are still yeah you see maybe I've never really noticed a quality difference you probably do now as, as I'm like now looking at the putter I'm going okay they have a lot more detail and such but all of them still are quite unique and it's it's really nice when you do the fox on it's just such a nice reward to give you a, um, a putter's um, just to circle back of when when you obviously started with with Mighty Coconut um what was kind of the first course that you you worked on uh, I was on original Gothic. So, uh, Walkabout mm. Mini Golf is a really
2: fun story in that it was a pandemic project from Lucas. Now, he's in charge mm-hmm. of Mighty Coconut. He's really brilliant, um, both in that he created this from the ground up effectively, but also he still st- steers the ship. You know, we've yep. got mm-hmm. huge art teams, but he still gives, uh, you know, a nice approval on things or goes, hey, have you thought about this? And it's sort of spooky because his ideas are always right it's like imagining <laughs> steve jobs wasn't a massive jerk that's what we've mm. got um <laughs> and so he'd done the when walkabout released it was the first four levels so it was um up to not arizona Modern.
1: Um, yeah i think that it was yeah oh, you know, arizona, arizona yeah. seagull yeah.
0: stacks yeah, yeah tourist trap and cherry, cherry blossom Taurus. and tourist yeah yeah, yeah. And so
2: I joined the team, which was, it was funny. It was at the time, it was really just me and Lucas. And mm-hmm. I'm in Australia. And so that was fun because he'd give me stuff to do overnight. And I did <laughs> the top half of original gothic. So the first nine holes, everything <laughs> above ground. I put yep. together that environment. Um, and I, the first thing I remember, he talks to me and he goes, All right, I need some mausoleums. I need mausoleums and graves. Go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and... make me
2: some graves. <laughs> yep. And then the next course Henning, who is one of our, you know, our main course designers. Uh he designed uh Tethys and he gave me a really, you know, a mm-hmm. block out and they just sort of said, "All right, have that. See you in a bit." Yeah. Um but yeah. each time we've done something the team has grown and it's become, you know, a much more involved community putting Mm. something together and you can see every course that we put out yeah becomes Mm. better and better definitely builds on yeah
3: mm, it's a wonderful testament to sort of
2: yeah how being a team can produce some really really wonderful results i mean i think Mm, of this one is funny that this level i as i said before was a training ground um Mm. you know this level's where a lot of uh new modelers were sort of trying out things getting involved and Mm -hmm. you know this was the first one where i was transitioning to you know looking after how the art gets to the tech people so it was a training ground for a lot of people Mm -hmm. and it's still one of the most unique and beautiful and detailed and full courses we've ever done i mean it's a beautiful
1: training ground
3: and with ridiculous. lots of, you know,
2: we've got new things, we've got little sort of pipes yeah. to blow things, we've got lots more moving objects. I mean, compare mm-hmm. this to Tourist Trap, which is still sort of my favorite level, because it's mm-hmm. the first, it's, you know, what you yeah. first yeah. experience. Yeah. But it, they are completely different, and yet almost yeah. the mm-hmm. same. It's really cool to watch the progress.
1: Where no, it does... Where does the music get inserted? Like where along the process uh, to the levels? The music is done uh,
2: parallel. So it's funny, I've I've you know I've been to the States, I've met everyone on the team except for the composer. I feel terrible. <laughs> um, but I believe he's given stuff to play around when we do our blockout. So uh, the way that we build a level, might give a bit of context yeah. here, is that our, you know, we come up with ideas. We've got literally thousands of ideas, are uh, written mm-hmm. down. It's really funny. We can keep going until like the next millennium. We're good, <laughs> uh, and say, Henning might, he's one of our main course designers. He'll be designing a level, so he'll be sketching out ideas of how he thinks it should flow, and he will be sketching up whole ideas, and then he'll go into Gravity Sketch. Which is a 3D modeling program in VR. And he'll start sketching Mm. out how he wants things to flow and he can stand in and make sure it all fits. And he'll keep iterating on that and then start building sort of rough versions of the holes, at which point the rest of the team will be coming in and play testing. So the first Mm. thing we want to do is be playing Mm. the course and going, okay, does this work? Is this fun? Is this unique enough? Yeah. You know, if you look at this hole, you know, just the shape. Mm -hmm. Do you go? Oh well, really? I feel like that would fit in a different course, or do you look at it and go, "Yeah, that's Nautilus." At yeah. which point, yeah, I believe sure. we get the uh, composer in to play mm. and see how it feels. And but mm. that gets a lot of revision right through to the end. And he's brilliant. He's, you know, the stuff that's—it's <laughs> yeah. really subtle, and it's one of the few looping mm-hmm. musics in a game that you know doesn't want to
0: make me. Uh, I'll throw myself off
3: just shut mess. it off
0: <laughs> I, I agree yeah. I think when you when you all uh, introduced music background music um, it was it's a while ago now when you put put that in but when you first introduced it I remember playing cherry blossom and going oh my gosh this is so peaceful and relaxing and it just yeah. adds a completely new layer to the game and it makes you feel something completely different so for example this 20,000 that we're in at the moment with, you know, with the music in the background, it does feel like you're on this fancy ship in a way, you know, it feels like you're in a fancy ship. And, you know, when, when you see the dining table, which we'll go over later on, and there's people eating lobster, or at least the, there's lobster on the table, you're like, yeah, this makes sense. It all kind of fits in, in perfectly. And yeah, I, I, I don't know who your composer is, but they're doing an amazing job. <laughs> <laughs> I could look up
2: his name right now. Just that's so embarrassing i feel like i'm not appreciating his hard work
1: (laughs) no 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 it's great i often if i'm playing alone for sure i have the music on uh with bigger groups i turn it off because there's just there's too much going on you're listening to people (laughs) yeah his name's chris raymond Chris, Chris Raymond,
0: Raymond. Um, Chris Raymond, you're doing an <laughs> fantastic job with this, as as well as everyone in the team. Um, I wanted, so in terms of like talking about, you kind of alluded to it with, with this DLC and like with Labyrinth and such, and you have a whole host of ideas. Um, I mean, me and Samson have done a podcast where we've got like a, a wish list of what we would want, like what themes would want, you know, after you first announced Labyrinth, we were like, oh, what else could they do? Could they do Goonies theme? Could they do this, this, you know? But what? It, what kind of are you looking for in these ideas that you think would fit into the walkabout kind of mold? Because they they look like they've been care, even though that you've probably got a big brainstorm of ideas. Labyrinths just kind of make sense once I see the course. You know, this one just kind of makes mm-hmm. sense. You know, so what what kind of like traits in an
1: IP are you kind of looking for? And, and okay, so the fact important... that they're in the public domain does that matter? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it
2: certainly makes things easier because we're given free range to do whatever we want. Um, yeah. If they're sort of open and we can just play with them. Uh, but one yeah. of the most important things is that the environment itself needs to be a character. So, for mm. example, Labyrinth, you know, David Bowie, you know, he's a huge yeah. presence. You know, the Goblin King is, you know, oh, my God, mm. all the puppet characters, which is why we do have the Mm -hmm. characters in the level but really the labyrinth itself is one of the major Mm. characters of the film so you can want to be there and you look at it and you want to explore um mist is an upcoming level the characters are you know two actually three are trapped in books and you are literally just playing yourself really it's (laughs) you and your relationship with the space
3: yeah i'm being on the island so that's you know what's
0: Yeah, being exactly. That's what i well saying so, Yeah. See, so, you know, it, it,
2: if we were to do something like you know something like say the office, it doesn't really. Mm-hmm. I don't imagine it would work very well because okay, well we all know what Dunder Mifflin looks like,
3: mm-hmm. but
2: you don't look at the office and go, oh my god, look at that office. Oh my god, isn't it hilarious? No, it's <laughs> no. just an office. No, it's You're it's not. when their character, a character yeah.
0: comes and does something, you mm-hmm. go, oh well, that's what I'm here for.
3: Hmm.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's so okay, that makes a lot of sense. So it's the you look at the environments more than anything like is all those environments iconic or memorable ie labyrinth ie this the ship here, um, or ie um, like mist on the island and such, right? All of those make sense because they are, you know, those environments you think about as well. And that's what I mean, that's what we noticed in Labyrinth, right? It's the fact that you go into it and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm actually in the movie right now. I'm actually doing what a lot of us have, I mean, me and Samson didn't, but like a lot of kids, you know, did, you know, we watched this film and then 20 years later or 30 years later or whatever, we are now. Playing the level, and that's the that's the amazement about playing Walkabout in these environments. So that that does make a lot of sense with what IP you'd want to choose. And obviously yeah, and we yeah. there's also an element of wish fulfillment.
2: You want to, mm-hmm. you know, when people stepping into the labyrinth, like you said, so many people, you know, people who watched it as a kid, or it's funny, you know, I'm the right age group, but I completely missed it until I was in my 20s when I watched it and thought, now this is mm-hmm. a trip that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, but It was wish fulfillment. The idea of like, oh my god, I can get to go and be in this incredible space. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important for us when deciding what sort of spaces we want to explore. Either things that we come up with ourselves, or when Mm -hmm. choosing an IP. And there's Mm -hmm. also, you might have noticed, two types of levels in the game. There is the sort of kitschy ones that are really, really fun. Like, say, for example, Original Gothic, it's so... You know, it's yeah. wacky and out there, all compared mm-hmm. to Cherry Blossom, which is just so relaxing and chill. And it's, mm-hmm. you're just, it's like a meditation session where you get really, really angry because you, <laughs> yeah. you just missed that putt.
1: I was, was going to say, <laughs> I find Cherry Blossom so challenging and it, it like, it, <laughs> it elicits just frustration in, within. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's a fun one. Because all those it, angles. It's, it's well, it's
2: physically <laughs> accurate as well, and it's a soft wood, so it doesn't bounce perfectly. So you think you're going to line up a shot, and then it you go, Oh, it's cherry wood. Oh, of course. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, God. I was going to say some of the, the wood here, like in this hole that you can see here, the second hole, they do bounce much more than than in, in, in other levels anyway, in other courses. At least that's what we've. Yeah, found this in. is a. Well, this is metal, and so you've got a really
2: solid mm. reaction to it. There's no dampening, there's no... Mm. Um, it's something that the people talk about a lot with this game, which, you know, as an artist, to me, I have no involvement with whatsoever, but I appreciate is that the <laughs> physics are really intensely accurate. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. We true. have a very light sort of CPU load. We're only ever running one simulation at a time. So we run mm-hmm. it as high quality as we can, sort of thousands and thousands of samples a second, because <laughs> we want it to be. Because you don't think, oh well, the physics. Oh my God, that's what
0: I remember about the game. But if they're wrong,
2: everything yeah, else you notice. Part.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it breaks. It breaks the immersion if the physics aren't right. You know, because you know we're playing a mini golf game. We probably are gonna bounce it against. Um, walls and such like that, or go through pipes and, by the way, the the sound design when it comes to say the pipes is very satisfying as well, is that also the composer who does the sound, um, all the little sound effects? A, a
2: lot of it's actually Lucas. Um, right. For example, in a labyrinth, we replace the cheers and everything with the goblins going
1: ha ha ha.
3: Which yeah, I noticed yeah, yeah. That was playing yesterday. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and to get that sound, it was a very serious, very serious job. Lucas and his kids <laughs> and his wife sitting in the car, giggling <laughs> maniacally
0: into a microphone.
3: Oh, a very wow.
0: serious job. That's cool That's though, because nice it sounded fantastic, right? That I just noticed. Yeah, yeah the, you the music's birdie, great, yeah. but this. The sound design as well is like very, it's a very, very polished game. Um, which actually leads me on to, I have a question from, from our Patreon group. Um, let me just make sure it's from the right person. Yeah, so it's from Dave from Patreon. And he says, when you started out, did the team ever expect to be this, this big? Like, were you quite surprised from the success and the re- reputation that the game's currently, currently got? It's funny because you work in games or you do something
2: creative and you always think because you're pouring your heart and soul into it well, no, obviously everyone just understands that this is brilliant mm-hmm. because you've poured mm-hmm. all of your heart into it. Every time someone goes, well, Walkabout's great, I'm going, of course it's great! This has all <laughs> of my love! Um, yeah. But there is, you know, you're working, it doesn't always work out that way. Um, mm-hmm, right. And so there is I don't believe anyone expected it to be as much of a powerhouse as it is, mm-hmm. but also, yeah, it's it's funny. People talk about it, and until you've played it, it doesn't quite make yeah. a lot of sense. You know, mm-hmm. you go up to someone yeah. and you go, "Now, this is one of my favorite games in VR. It's mini golf," mm-hmm. and you go, "Oh <laughs> yeah, you know, mini golf is fun." You know, you. Played it occasionally, you know. Maybe went on holiday; it's fun. (laughs) But it is a, it is quite an addicting game, and everyone does seem to love it. But try and explain it to someone who hasn't played it before;
1: it's a, it's a bit of a hard sell. Yeah, or somebody who just isn't into VR. Like, you want me to get a VR headset to mini? Yeah, four hundred dollars just to play mini golf. (laughs) But this is why I'm excited. I'm excited for the I the the. The iOS app, the AR sort of. Uh, yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So how how is production it's... in that currently? Because last time I heard, I think it was on the the Myth, not mist, Myth, the mist, um, live stream when they have the the mist. Is it called MystCon or something? I can't remember what it's called. The the Mysterium. conference they have with mist. Mysterium, that's it. Um, I heard that, I think maybe it was Lucas who said that we look you're looking to kind of bring it in at the same time as Mist, if not just before. And how is that, how is development in the iOS app going? It's going really, really well. It's one of those
2: things where, and this is true once again of any project, not necessarily creative, but the last mm-hmm. 10% of a project takes half the time. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, we're in that, last 10 percent and it just takes as much effort as the previous 90 Mm percent so it's going well because we you know the end is in sight but it is also just a lot of work because it's the final polish yeah you know the the game there's so much you know effort into making it perfect for vr because it's Mm -hmm. so easy in vr because it's a new medium no one quite knows all the rules yet it's so easy Mm -hmm. to do something that's sickening that just doesn't work and so now we've got yeah. to preserve that and bring it to AR. Flat, um, yeah. And it's both... It is, it is fun. It's fantastic. You know, I've got it on my phone. I do enjoy it. But also, it's not as good because you're looking through a tiny window and it's sort yeah. of, you know, not quite as good to move around. But it's really good, you know, if I've... Less and less so over the years, but earlier on when none of my friends had a vr headset and i'm going come on guys i want to show you this wonderful world yeah that's what i I want to play with my dad so badly yeah exactly you're going okay okay well maybe you can have the headset and i'll use you know the ipad or the tablet or whatever digital thing i'm hoping we get it on the samsung fridges i think that'll be a perfect use case of it um
0: the Samsung fridges. Did oh, I like cracked me up. <laughs> I was, gonna, I just, I just, a yeah. double take. I was like, wait, are you? Are you just doing yeah, like a Skyrim yeah. and bringing it to everything, <laughs> like to the Alexa as well? <laughs>
3: and I did see like, you see someone getting serious? Doom running on a pregnancy I
0: test. I think we could
2: try for that as well. Obviously,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wonder how the physics will work in a in a in the Samsung fridge. But I know that the well, physics, you got to remember... move the fridge around to look. Oh the Sorry, pick up the no. I thought you have to <laughs> really? pick up your milk bottle or something and it kind of <laughs> does the show. No, it's just a really good workout. <laughs> I saw that um yeah, Lucas was saying that with the physics for the phone you want it to be like using the accelerometer and actually kind of mimic mimicking yeah. a a putter in a in a way. It's kind of hard to explain, to be honest, without actually seeing it in person. But can you explain what the, the yeah. physics is like? Well, uh, you know, the phones can track where they are in space, so you use it to look around, and if you walk,
2: it walks. Um, but then you hold mm-hmm. your phone sort of here, and you swing your body, and right. you, if you hold your phone near the ball, it activates the putter, and then you can go yeah. and take your shot. Okay. Um, and I found one of the best ways to do it. Is with a selfie stick and i had to run out and buy a selfie stick <laughs> because i completely missed that trend and so i went and mm. bought a selfie stick and sort of my friends are looking at me and going, that's your golf club okay, yeah. you're about to become very unbearable but short <laughs> um but now you, you sort of just hold it on the end of the selfie stick and you get to swing it like a putter i mean it's a bit harder to see because it's now meters away from you but the idea yeah. works mm. because it just the phone just knows where it
0: is it's You know, Mm -hmm. technology indistinguishable from magic that actually (laughs) would work really well. I can see companies like Hello Real and all that, you know, (laughs) trying like bringing in the selfie stick for walkabout as the new golf club (laughs) kind of will work. I'd love a walkabout branded selfie stick, it would make absolutely (laughs) no sense until you use it (laughs) exactly, (laughs) exactly. But it will have two use cases you can take amazing selfies and play golf on the go.
1: For sure. So well,
0: I was gonna ask Edward. Actually, we're in the perfect location right now. You know, with the lobster and such, um, we have a lot of steam blowing at us at the holes nearest. Actually, um, what was the thought process in, in the steam? Because obviously, you have the wind physics physics in uh, Kyoto Valley, and you implemented that quite well. Very, it's like a similar-ish physic here. Uh, For the physics here, but like what when it comes to physics for an actual course How does that actually get decided as well? Like how do you come up with the ideas of what do you think will work and and not work as physics? Well, there's there's always discussion of
2: what would be really really fun to play with because of Mm. course that's the most important bit You know if you could build a mini golf course in any way, what would you want to put into it? obviously we think everything um, yeah, for sure. so you know we thought wouldn't it be really fun if you could you know sort of have fans and stuff blowing things around in which case you know what's theme appropriate you know then it's 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 steam mm-hmm. and of course there's a lot of testing um they've changed sort of strength and size and location yep. um everything has changed throughout the testing of the course mm. and you know i was saying sure. we do that very very early on um But, Mm -hmm. of course, refinement still goes all the way through to release because we just want to keep making it as good as it can be. Mm -hmm. Um, On Tethys, I believe it's hole 15, um, Mm -hmm. which is where there's sort of a black hole-style hole and you've got to putt around it or you can sort of putt through Mm it. Um, We had a completely different design of that all the way up until about a week before release when the beta wow. testers all figured out how to get a hole in one every time no stress you just, you just <laughs> hit it a certain way and none of us had discovered this you just <laughs> hit it a certain way and it bounced and avoided everything and anyone could do it you looked at a video once and you went i got at it at which yeah, point yeah. it's sort of un- it's unfair yeah. and it's no longer fun it breaks the game and yeah, we yeah i agree yeah and this was We'd done the art. We were in sort of Mm -hmm. optimization and we'd finished the lighting. Everything was just final checks and final optimization. And last minute we're going, oh, my God, we need a new hole. So (laughs) these things, you know, do happen. That's sort of the most extreme it's ever been. But we do Mm -hmm. uh, play around with everything right up until the end just to get the
0: most that we can out of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense wow. too, because I, I was going to ask as well that um, you do pretty good job most of the time where all the courses obviously they have like an easy mode which is the day and time and then the the night mode um which is like the harder levels and all of them i mean they're not exact one for one in terms of all of them are the same type uh, kind of easy like some might be a tiny bit more easier some some might be a little bit harder but you do a pretty good job overall balancing it apart from tethy stationing apparently (laughs) i've heard a lot of horror (laughs) stories in tethy station but um is that another thing where that's where the, the beta testers come in as well, or like help make that game the game more fair? Like, it's, it's easy to put something like Steam physics and make it a little bit too hard for an easy level, right? Yeah, it's very easy
2: to make something too difficult. Um, hmm. There's a lot earlier days um, when we were still, you know, learning a bit more. Uh, there were a lot of holes originally for easy, then it ended up going into the hard version of the level, right? And still, right. very occasionally we you know, try and avoid it, but you will f- have a lot of people go, "Oh, I don't know, this hole, I think is actually easier on the hard level, mm. but it obeys the rules oh, yeah. more of right. that level and that flow, right? Um, right? And okay, also, we true. generally just, you know, the, the it might the par might be significantly lower, mm. mm-hmm. because when you come to the next hole it has to flow you have to look at it and go yep no you know this is a new concept this is new to me but it also makes mm. perfect sense mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah how does the process work in terms of developing the easy and the hard holes like do you start everything in easy for example and then scale it afterwards to a hard and then change the theme or do you kind of work both hand in hand in conjunction in conjunction with each other It changes level to level.
2: Um, For a while, we were doing it where we try and get easy as done as possible and then start Mm -hmm. on hard. And that worked in some instances, but not well with others. It's one of those things we're always changing because we're just trying Mm -hmm. to optimize and we'll die of old age before we figure out the optimal path uh, of designing something. (laughs) But for example, um, Shangri-La, which was one that i really loved that was another one i was just sort of i was given concept art and a block out and they said we'll check in in a while
0: uh which yeah. was that's a big favorite amongst fun. the let's talk archivist community by the way because we had a podcast once where we did ruja's rank tower walkabout. um and a lot of people put that one as number one or number two like a yes! big fan favorite <laughs> yeah big fan yeah, favorite that and kyoto it. valley i think were were the two fan oh, favorites i would say
2: Coyote Valley, yeah. I had almost no involvement with, and it's incredible, and it's flawless, and I adore it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, I was, and I wasn't involved, and I look at it and go, damn, it's perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, Valley is my favorite, to be honest. I, I, I love it. The only thing I would say with Coyote Valley, I just wish they brought the wind physics in a little bit earlier in the course. But apart from that, it's, like, pretty flawless. Like, it's, it's phenomenal. But, yeah. It's, that went through a
2: lot of changes. At one point, you know, it's, it's been completely different shapes. It was on a mountain. It was... It's, mm. That course was fought for, tooth and nail. Every step of the mm. way, it didn't want to cooperate. And it's the best <laughs> thing we've ever produced, as far as I'm concerned, like <laughs> as a that. result. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. It's like stepping into yeah. a Miyazaki movie. That's the closest I think we've ever made it to... Just in terms of mm. feeling.
0: Yeah, and the music and the ah. fact that you can explore. There's like these stairs that go all the way to the top of the hill, and you can go all the way up if you want up the stairs, <laughs> you know, and everything. It's, it's those little hidden
1: Easter eggs which are which are kind of fun fun as well, for sure. Yeah, those are definitely great. What uh, absolutely? What game modes do you uh, expect to add, want to add, hope to add? Um, I know. Well, I really would love match list. play myself. <laughs> that, makes sense. that makes sense.
2: I'm sure I know what you mean. What do you mean by match play?
1: <laughs> uh, like each hole, basically, instead of the like your score, you like each hole would be a point. I guess is. It's a head to oh, head. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. a head to head yeah. per yeah. hole. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. I'm with you. Yep. That's. We've got a huge list, and it's one of those Mm -hmm. things that it's not as high priority as, say, getting the iOS and Android version Mm -hmm. out. Um, Yeah. And, of course, producing new levels, because it's one of those things we are going to do, we are working on. It's just it never gets as much time, because Mm -hmm. we all just want to see new spaces, us and the community. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I know that one that I was uh, I talk about a lot behind the scenes and is terrific and you can test this as yourself. Um, if you play on Steam VR, you can change your render <laughs> scale and it's really meant to just be a percent in either direction to sort of correct the world if the game is off scale but you can push it. you can absolutely push <laughs> it to extremes and you can play the game where it's shrunk you down so much. Golf balls are half a meter wide. And it is mm. the most ridiculous fun because you've got to really hit those as hard as you can and it makes some levels completely impossible.
3: Uh, but it is <laughs>
2: a really, really fun way of exploring the worlds in you. And so I know mm. that's one, you know, we mm. want to do uh, sort of just mirror version where you mirror everything. Uh, race mm. version where you... It's, you all just sort of go at the same time, and whoever gets to the end of the yep. level first, sort of thing. It's mm-hmm. you know, not it doesn't matter how many strokes, choices. just get there. Yeah, get there. Speed, um, but a lot yeah. of these, yeah, a lot of these also make things harder. to Say, for example, that one. The whole game was built from the ground up with the idea yeah. that okay, you take your turn, Turns. and then the next yeah. person takes its turn, mm. and that's how the code and everything is structured so Mm, you know that one it makes perfect sense that's one we desperately want to do we have to do it but Mm. it's it takes way more work than you'd initially expect so it's one of those things that i obviously we're not nearly there enough to make those decisions but when we Mm. get there i doubt it would be here are all the different game modes it would be more akin to hey Mm. we've put in a new game mode hey we've put in a new game mode we probably strip them out make sure they work make right. sure
0: they're fun right mm-hmm. for sure um with the with the courses obviously you've got you've got this one you've got labyrinth you've got mist as like the three probably licensed kind of courses that you have um are you trying to have like a a, a balance between original created content and licensed content or is it kind of just a random of, of what you just have go on the go and what's closer to completion of how it comes out we don't want to become
2: overly reliant on either of them. It's funny, I don't think mm-hmm. any of us thought of this as licensed because it's, yeah. it's obviously an existing IP. IP. Um, but mm-hmm. it's in the public domain. So the way we approached it was, how would we interpret this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which we do for IPs as well. But uh, when it's something like Mist or Labyrinth, we're working with other teams to make sure it's perfect, yeah. which is. Not a bad thing. Everyone has been an absolute delight to work with, but it does mm-hmm. change your approach. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas something like this, we just sort of went, okay, let's go nuts. It's a lot more sort of standard. And I know there are lots of levels coming out that aren't IP connected. Um, mm-hmm. Plenty that are, you know, some that aren't close to finish at all, some that are really close to finish. I think in terms of like, modeling is fairly late in the game but i know um you know we're working on levels that don't come out till 2023 and we're in other mm. stages of levels for 2024
1: if we are so far mm. ahead i don't <laughs> think um, i'd be able to hold my tongue working for mighty coconut like the nda would just kill me it's, 2024. i'd have, wow. I'd have to talk yeah about it's courses. stressful yeah.
2: i <laughs> wanted to go. it's really fun is that when someone on the community because. For example, like the Discord and the Facebook groups, we We are so lucky uh, because we Mm -hmm. all know gaming communities can be hit or miss, but we are blessed with the best damn community. Everyone is so kind, so caring to each other. You know, someone new will come in and everyone just sort of goes, come here, we'll look after you. Um, yeah, yeah. And my favourite thing is when someone might go, "Oh, guys, you know, I'd really love a course set in," and I'm there going, "Oh my god, it's so close to release! You have no idea, and you don't know what it is, and you are about to be the happiest person in the world in like five weeks." <laughs> oh
1: mm. god. Oh god.
0: That's that, that's gotta be a nice nice feeling for sure. <laughs> my question is well, now: eventually... that you have all these? yeah i mean it's you have just... all these courses and then all these more courses coming out what are you going to do with the hut that hut's pretty jam-packed at the moment with all those courses like where are you going to put them there's
2: <laughs> a second hut, hut coming
0: uh,
3: <laughs> it's um
0: i know that
2: the main menu redesign is a is a work channel that we have going mm-hmm. and it started originally when we were going okay we want to make the main menu a hub that you want to spend time in because you know often yes you're waiting for people there and Mm -hmm. originally it was just sort of you stood there and you could sort of walk a couple feet in either direction and sort of look across but that was it so there was a lot of work going okay well we need this we want putting greens we want places to explore we want it to Mm -hmm. be you go in there and you're going to enjoy being there in its of itself Mm -hmm. um but now that's transitioned to uh, how we handle the main menu. Yeah, going forwards and yeah. there's lots of different ideas and test and there's lots of things that work really well. Things that don't work, we're changing. And then, of course, it also mm-hmm. has to work for the AR version of the game coming out. Yeah, yeah, um, lots of things because balance. The hub is, you know, the main menu is a hub that you're in. So we can't say give a completely different main menu to AR players because what if you're in VR and your mate's coming in on AR? You know, mm. is he just not going to be there? How do you know when they're ready? <laughs> um, we've got a,
0: it's a, it's a whole thing. Um, mm. Yeah, but it's it, it is being worked on. It's being worked <laughs> on. Lots of... Yeah, we were kind of. We were speculating on that within the within the community that we have, um, on what's happening with that hub, but um,
1: yeah. it actually kind of leads then me on sorting, to… sorting the balls too. A lot of balls. Yes, we have a lot them. of balls now. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, this is… Uh, it's
2: funny, um, when I was saying I designed the balls and putters, I the first thing I do when I design them is I unlock them on my account. I get mm. them into the game and I unlock them because I then want to test them. You know yeah. i might think say i work in blender um and i might look mm-hmm. at it and go well that is flawless what a great ball design and then you get into the game and you can't really read it and you can't really see it mm. and it's all a bit gray and this is you know mm. much more important for the putters because they all work the same but what if something's obscuring the vision what if it doesn't feel yep. right yeah so there's a lot of testing which means that currently i have about 600 golf balls on that menu (laughs) screen and whenever I go towards the menu and I'm playing on the quest, it chugs and I start dropping frames and it sort of click, Mm -hmm. click, click and so if I'm playing a game with friends I sort of turn my head to the side and just make sure they're not rendering and go, hey you guys yeah, choose a level, would you? Let's go (laughs) So it is also something that that we're going to have to for sort. sure. I mean, no, I'm, I, also.
0: I see it in the Discord. It's one of one of the biggest requests in terms of having some balls. That you, you can you can sort out those, like, put some favorites on some of those balls that you have and such. So I, I can see that it's a common common request. Um, what mm. I was going to say in terms of the the hut and obviously you, you put in the practice mode, you put in the um, driving range per se, um, which was a very surprising update. It kind of... I don't know, it came out left field for me. I didn't, I didn't think that was going to happen and you put it in. And, um, I want to give a quick shout out to Dave and the Patreon, because I thought, OK, practice mode, it might just be some fun when you're waiting, right? But we have, me, Dave, and a, a few of the people from, from the Patreon and the Discord had so many fun games that were just made up on the spot, you know, in that practice mode. You know, maybe like a speed golf, like you said, or um, we're on say the seventeenth and we're going, okay, let's pick a hole yeah, like I was, two. I was gonna
1: say, how do we get to that? <laughs> I love pulling, I love throwing the balls, yeah, pulling them out from behind your ears. Of course, where everything goes now is that.
2: <laughs> yeah. um, it's and now we're just playing golf. It's particularly fun <laughs> uh, when we were first. Uh, early days um, well, not so early, but earlier uh, Meta Facebook, Oculus can't remember what they were (laughs) at the time they released their workrooms which was meeting software for VR and where we work distance, you know, the company is primarily based in Austin, Texas but you can tell Mm -hmm. from my nasally nasally dulcet tones (laughs) I'm Australian Um, and one of, you know, our sort of head sort of overseeing designers, Don, you know, he's in Oregon, I believe some people are in New York. So obviously we're not having meetings in person and we could have mm-hmm. the meetings in this workrooms and it was fantastic. And we loved it. And there's a limit to how many avatars they can support because it does start chugging and then they stop letting you add people in because it's mm-hmm. too heavy mm-hmm. and uh, the company got bigger. <laughs> so we started having our <laughs> meetings in this game, in, in. You know, we've got a version <laughs> of it where we can have infinite players in a room just for <laughs> having meetings. Meeting. It completely doesn't work if you're playing a game, but we'll be in practice mode. We'll be, you know, all standing mm. around, possibly on a new level that we're working on. And then someone will say something terrible, and everyone just goes, ah, <laughs> <laughs> and throws golf balls out of them. <laughs> oh,
0: so
3: that crazy. sounds like
0: a lot of fun. I was going to say, um, You know what, you know, feel free to send us that build, you know, we don't mind doing the podcasting (laughs) here all the time. (laughs) It's actually working pretty well. (laughs) It's true. Okay, so now we're in Coyote Valley. This is why, you know, I know we have more listeners of the podcast than YouTube video watchers, but then this podcast is definitely for those video watchers because we are now having a nice little date, a nice little picnic spot with Edward Mm -hmm. over here. Um, Edward, I bought the strawberries. uh, Samson, I brought the knife. Ah, you bought the knife to cut the tops of the strawberries. This a knife. Nice. This is a knife. <laughs> Samson, you brought the liquor here.
1: <laughs> um, maybe some wine. In this, my, my, uh, my satchel or not satchel. Or my thing of gold. Right. I got a thing of gold. Yeah.
0: Right. In case we wanted to buy more strawberries afterwards.
3: Yeah. <laughs> very important. polygons um, coli- on those strawberries. This space.
0: Yeah,
2: they're the highest polygon asset in the whole game. For a little, that's <laughs> the...
3: like...
1: I'm really like really the like, There's so the... many,
0: there's so many angles on those strawberries, dude. Oh, the strawberries! Wow. Yeah. And so, Edward, this obviously we're in Kerry Valley. You said that you didn't work really on this. this isn't like one of yours as, as much, but you worked on this little date spot that we're currently in.
2: Yep, yeah, this uh, level was being worked on primarily after Don, who is sort of the creative uh, overseer lead. Um, Effectively our titles are just for business cards. Um, In my (laughs) mind, oh, he's Don. He does magical art. Um, And something he talked to us about before he even joined the team was that he loved in Bogey's Bonanza that lots of little stories had been set up. You know, at one point Mm. you're putting around a little campfire and stuff like that Mm. where you could see that uh, not necessarily a whole, you know, world to happen, but you go, oh well, this is a place where stuff occurs. You know, it makes it just yeah. feel a little mm-hmm. bit more alive. And so we were yeah. all really still holding that in our heart as we worked on this. And at one point, I was here doing a bit of cleanup of stuff, and I put a little mm-hmm. date scene in. Uh, fun fact: that E there uh, is your name. The, the E plus N is me. That's Edward. And who is the N? The N is my partner, who shall hitherto remain
0: nameless. Edward and nameless. Yes, the N, uh, no, N but nameless it, is, N. it is actually the
2: first letter of their name. Um,
0: oh, that's very nice. That makes a lot of sense now. Wow, it was funny Fun fact, uh, after it released. Oh, after it released,
2: mm-hmm. I put them in. They didn't have a VR headset at the time, although I got them one later. And I said, put the headset on. Play this level. There's a thing in it. There's a thing in it for you. <laughs> and, you know, I left them. And then I heard this, oh, my God, that's beautiful. And I race in and go, oh, you see it? And apparently they're padding the sheep. And they go, oh, look at the sheep. Look at the sheep. <laughs> and I go, I put in a date for you. Did you see, you know, E plus N? They're like, oh, yeah, I saw that. That was nice. But the <laughs> sheep. <laughs> the sheep
0: won their heart. You know, fair, this is probably. me... Th- worthwhile <laughs> this is this <laughs> got me thinking like obviously the the walkabout discord community is fantastic right there's a lot of great people in there um i could see one day there being maybe a, a walkabout proposal you know they contact you and hey i want to propose and edward goes okay i'll change the e plus n to someone else and will, will you marry me i can see this happening And need um, a ring what ball do you think absolutely Edmund?
2: would be so on board if you're listening and want to <laughs> propose to someone the whole team, <laughs> I imagine, would just would just absolutely do whatever
0: needed to help this, help this occur. <laughs> I like it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, speaking of like the community, I have a question from PJ from VR Verdict, who is behind the camera there. Um, and also uh, Eric from Patreon asked a very similar thing. Um, they both say, um, is it possible that potentially one day the community can design their own balls? or or kind of come up with their own concepts.
2: It's something that I know I'd love to do because we, you know, the community is the best part of the game and it just be a nice Mm -hmm. thing to do. So far, we haven't figured out how, Uh, the way to keep this running on, you know, things like the Quest um, Mm -hmm. and, you know, all the other, you know, now we're getting a lot of self-contained headsets and, you know, stream phones, is that we've got to keep things light in a certain way um it's funny, mm-hmm. we actually use more polygons in this game, even though it's mm-hmm. low poly, than mm. just about any other VR game on Quest. Uh yeah, I think, really. you know, a level might have a hundred thousand polys, and then in our game it has six hundred thousand sort of thing. Wow. Yep. And so we have to keep materials and, you know, different rendering processes incredibly tight. Um so mm. all of the golf balls. Um, use one material throughout the whole game forever, um, yep. which, and we do it via you know very careful texturing, and so we've got mm-hmm. one texture sheet, and that texture sheet has to last the entire life of the game. Right. So okay. Yeah. It. We can never you know really expand it. This is this is the it. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to be really really careful and so i think okay well i'm sure we could rope off some space <clears throat> for people to have their own custom golf balls but then when they bring their golf ball into a game you know how do we assign that texture bricks. on the fly you know yeah. as they enter a room we'd have to say okay well the first person's here quickly you know open that photoshop file save their texture in, you know render it out get back into the game which is a bit mm. hard for a headset to handle for um, sure. so would. You know, maybe if for some reason the quest and the quest two retire and then the quest three is a lot more powerful, it's, or we mm-hmm. have to do something else. But effectively, all of our extra resources we're just putting into the levels. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah. it's a bit of a pain here. because, uh, yeah, well, that's <laughs> where all the resources go. Uh, but it's a pain because it's something, you know, I think would be a lot of fun. Um, yes. But. It's just a sort of a technical limitation. Yeah. Um, That said, you know, when I design them, I always am trying to listen to what people are requesting on the Discord and the Facebook. Um, Mm. And, you know, if someone requests something, and I think that is a genius idea, and it's not one of the 600 balls I've already done, (laughs) or maybe (laughs) it's one I've already done, but people are requesting it, I'll try and make sure that's a golf ball that gets used in an upcoming level sooner rather than later. I remember nice. we had a golf ball covered with, like, little kiss marks. And someone goes, why not a kiss, you know, on a golf ball? And I'm like, ha, huh, we've got that one. I'll make sure that comes out <laughs> in the next level. They will be so happy.
3: Nice. You do need... Nice. Sorry, if I you... mean, if
1: if the plan is to do a month of course, that is a lot of golf balls in a It's a lot of year. golf balls. Yeah, that's a lot yeah. of golf balls. I mean, just, can I, like, elaborate a little bit on Eric's... because
0: Eric just give me a little bit more context of that question that he also asked, he said, maybe an alternative could be like a community contest where there's like some sort of walkabout contest and say so the winner gets the chance of designing a ball or, or something like that. But maybe it's also another thing where there's so many constraints that it might be very difficult to pull off. It's not just like, oh, here's a drawing. Yeah, no worries. We can put it in. It's it's a lot more to it. Right.
2: Well, it. I mean, we can. Generally, you know, when I do a golf ball, I am, and now we have our concept artist doing a lot of them as well. He'll give me mm-hmm. a concept design. And I'll go, oh, I can't achieve that, but I can achieve something similar. But that's because exactly. I'm trying to conserve space and resources as much as possible. But if it was say a competition mm-hmm. ball, you know, it's so mm-hmm. unique and everyone will be playing with it for a while. You yeah, know? I'm sure I could just say give it the resources of two or three golf balls, and it would be a lot more forgiving mm-hmm. and flexible. And that way we'd Mm. be able to just go with whatever the person designed. And I'm sure that'd be, you know, worthwhile spending those extra resources. But, you know, when I'm designing golf balls, I wouldn't let myself, because I know I've got to do like 18 golf balls for a level, every level (laughs) forever. Um, But assuming we're (laughs) not running that competition constantly, I'm sure we could do it. And I think that's a really awesome idea. I'll pass that on to David, who's our community
0: marketing whiz and say, we need (laughs) this. I want this statement. <laughs> yeah, maybe you happen. could like do it seasonal or or something for Christmas, for example, or, you know, maybe just like once or twice a year it could be a, a fun little project or something. Or, hey, you're coming to the next, uh, I don't know, say the next Gardens of Babylon's the next course. We're going to host a quick community like who wants to be one of the hidden balls kind of thing. So yeah, not to do it every single month, I feel like that's, that's a little bit too much, but maybe just uh, just once a year or something like that, that could be fun. I'd fun. Mhm. Yeah. yeah, for that sure. That
1: sounds
3: like a
1: good
0: idea, yeah. Um, I like I
2: was gonna what you ask said once a, a, a year. year. You, we all know this game is going for many years
1: yeah 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 the I do think about like the next you know when quest three comes out eventually and i feel like eventually there'll have to be a walkabout two and like that will be an interesting transition i think it's funny it's not
2: something that we go okay No, here's an idea but we'll save it for walkabout two because Effectively, we can put anything we want into this game. I mean, so far, the issue is being resource-bound, but we've used that to build an art style. So if we did a different Mm -hmm. one, would we want to get rid of this art style or would we want to keep it the same? Mm -hmm. Presumably keep it the same, at which point, you know, where's the benefit? Just make it bigger. Um, Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, it's... We want, you know, everything to be approachable and something that everyone can get together and play you know we just if it was Walkabout two well we'd just be doing more levels and more of the same mm-hmm. at which point you've split the community because it's oh we want to play a game of walkabout oh is it walkabout one or is it walk about two yeah oh you know gary Very or true. samantha you know they don't have walkabout two they only have walkabout one and i've only got walkabout two mm. so at the moment all we're thinking is okay just you know if we have a cool idea let's put it in the first one so everyone can keep playing and that's really important yeah. to us is because as well when there's a new course out you know not everyone wants to or can afford to buy all the DLCs the guest passes um, are nice but yes yeah if the person hosting the room has the level then everyone can play it it's yeah. important that mm. everyone gets to enjoy it all together like that's really important to us it's just make it yeah. accessible, get everyone in and just everyone will be happy. And, and if everyone's and happy, honestly, it all just flows from there.
1: The fact that people on the guest passes can still see the balls and the, um, the scavenger hunts, but... the Fox hunts, mm-hmm. it makes it more enticing. They're like, Oh, I want to be able to find these, like actually yeah. own these balls. You know, I like it. Yeah.
0: The, no, the, I, lo- I love the guest pass features. So, It's this game is very accessible in terms of a lot of people can play it um, no matter what their background or anything like that like they they can come to this even if they haven't played VR before it's a very easy game I think most when I've shown VR to like my family or people who are just never been in VR before the first game I put them into is walkabout you know like my my roommate for example He's not very techy at all, but he always says, oh, Dan, can I can I play some mini golf? <laughs> I was like, sure. Um, and he asked me the other day, actually, because I was telling that I was saying that I was going to have you on onto the show. And he was like, oh, my gosh, I haven't played it for so long. How many courses? And I was like, oh, you've missed quite a few DLCs. <laughs> you've got to play. And um, It's nice because it's so accessible. And I see what you're saying with that, because even with the uh, mobile app that's coming out, that's still going to be cross play within you know people on the app can still play with people in vr so it also makes it more you know inclusive now now you have a full demographic who don't even own a vr headset can now play you know because everyone has a smartphone per say yeah mm. the and the thing is as well you this
2: wasn't the intention but it is a bit of a side effect you play the game on the app and it's just not as good because you want to just be there instead of looking through a window. So I have a feeling
3: mm-hmm. that some
2: people might play on
0: the app it's go, like a gateway. I'll sort
2: it, I'll get the headset.
0: Mm. Yeah. It's like a gateway drug kind of, it can be mm-hmm. one of two ways. It can either be like, oh, now my mum can play if you really wanted to, because she's not going to ever get a VR headset. But then now my dad can play and go, you know, what, I'm just going to buy this VR headset because I really want to, <laughs> really want to play in VR. So it can be like a little like gateway drug into, into VR, which is, which is pretty cool. Could use more
1: of those. For sure. yeah. i would love to see walkabout yeah. being played at like high schools competitively like high, like there's like college walkabout teams something like this i think that would be there awesome.
2: are competitive players people who take it very seriously mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i love them so much because i am mm-hmm. terrible at this game and i watch people <laughs> play it and I go thank god oh. someone's
0: good at it thank god <laughs> <laughs> I did, um, it was for, I think it was the Val Esports, they did, a, well I mean they do it uh, normally in the winter ones, they do the walkabout competitions, and one one time I was lucky enough just to, to commentate on them, I and mean, they were playing Tethy Station, and it was the final round, so it was like, you know, whoever wins, wins the grand prize and such. And my gosh, these four people, um, just they're pulling out these shots that I've not even seen before, <laughs> you know, um, I think one of them was Inner a princess is quite popular on YouTube because they go into every single hole and show you how to get hole in ones and such. But yeah, I remember commentating going, oh my gosh, <laughs> I feel like an imposter because uh, they should be commentating and then what they're doing because I have no idea what they're doing. They're just pulling out some magic. But those trick shots are really fun when you see like the community getting involved would be trying to be creative to kind of use the physics around the environment and you know pull something off it's it's quite remarkable because i'm pretty sure you don't design a level to go okay they can probably use this for a tick trick shot there's probably a lot of trick shots out there that you probably didn't know and they're just you know pulling it off the environment we have no
2: idea we know they're gonna do something but we don't know (laughs) what um we do try and like the most that we do is if Say, for example, in Labyrinth, you know, all the holes are set into the ground. And an important mm-hmm. thing is that, well, we want it to be somewhat predictable so the sides of the brick have to be flat so that when you hit it, it doesn't, you know, fly off into nowhere. Because that'd be frustrating for yeah. the average player. Mm-hmm. But then I remember mm-hmm. there was the hole with, like, the two doors, um, yes. one tells yeah, yeah. The truth, one tells lies. I'm pretty sure, I'm sure it made it in. We made it so that the bricks behind you were at an angle. Mm-hmm. Because as a mm. standard player, you're not going to hit backwards. But we know the no. trickshot people are going to explore. So, And yeah. if it was all perfectly flat, the trickshot people would be trapped in there forever and not be mm. able to move. So it's like, well, we've got to make sure it's fun for them, too. So we, we gave them a little yeah. out. And we're like, we know something funny is going to happen here <laughs> if we keep an eye on the Discord and Facebook and YouTube. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have... Um... Well, PJ was in this game with us. It was PJ, um, there was a few of us, I think. Samson, you were in there too. Uh, well, Gina as well. That. Where? Oh, sorry, with the stick. <laughs> um, I think it was Gina, um, Kimberly, PJ, Samson, and me. We were in Gardens of Babylon. And on one of the holes, there's a, there's a ramp, which we now call ramp rock, because it's a little rock oh, yes, that you can ramp kind ramp. of hit off to make it a ramp. And it's become like our it's like an insider meme that we even have art with the with the with the rock and we we have it on our podcast as well on the side with the with the it's in the vr verdict podcast as well yeah yeah but there's things that we just kind of just come up with on the fly yeah yeah yeah, ramp rock rock. (laughs) and now every time in future
1: courses we see rocks that could be used as ramps we we pay homage to ramp rock oh for sure the original
0: (laughs) it's amazing when you see the community of what they can come up with (laughs) oh absolutely it's absolutely um edward i thinking back to the hut and the with all the with the driving range and the practice area i know that there's other games for example golf plus right they have it's, it's not similar to walkabout it's a golf game but it's completely different but they have like social aspects to that where they've got like an, a hub where maybe they have people can play cornhole or just sit on sofa and roast marshmallows and such. Because of obviously, I mean, we're doing a podcast in, in Walkabout right now. There's a amount of times that people just be social in here rather than actually play golf. Any any kind of ideas or have there any been ideas floating around in kind of having something that is just more social based than having any, any golf into, into it? Like for some of those modes outside the actual hut? Well, it is one of those things that we're always playing around with, you know, what's
2: fun, what's uh, accessible, you know, not too overwhelmingly different. Um, there's a mm-hmm. certain level where something can be fun, but only 5% of the players would understand how to right. do it. At which point it's sort right. of pointless and mm-hmm. I mean just shout out to Golf Plus great game really lovely dev team yeah. um Ryan Angle mm-hmm. is one of the top people mm-hmm. follow him oh, on he's Twitter, fantastic. he's great um Yeah he's fantastic but yeah, it is one of those things that we're always playing around with you know what's a sort mm-hmm. of a fun game to do you know and there was discussions over in the main menu you know now that we can mm-hmm. throw the golf balls do we make a (laughs) hole that you know a little game that you just have to throw golf balls into and then we realized we were already doing that anyway and we didn't have (laughs) to you know prescribe an area for it people would just do that and have fun and it's you know make their own fun in their own way i mean Mm -hmm. a a game that people play in this which i had no idea of for ages is hide and seek you know they turn Mm -hmm. off the rendering of the name tags And people Mm -hmm. will hide somewhere and they (laughs) have to go find them or, you know, they might play sardines, which I think Mm. is the funniest thing in the world. I like playing sardines in a mini Mm -hmm. golf course. And I've played it with Mm. friends. It's hysterically funny. I would Mm -hmm. (laughs) would definitely recommend it. Um, So, yeah, it is something that we're always sort of discussing and playing around with. But there's also the... Okay, well how much does this add is this taking away from anywhere is it still accessible? Um it's mm. it's that balancing
0: right again. And I think like you said the people who actually would want that was pro- are probably already doing it in their own way anyway, you know, like the 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 picking up the ball and trying to throw it into into something, right? That's something that we played at a discord where we've tried to go on the practice hole and drop it into things. Um, I'm, try, I'm trying to do it, but I can't do it. It keeps rolling now. <laughs> I believe the wind's here, so it's not going to fall. I was gonna say, oh, yes, the yeah, wind. It's, it's windy. It is breezy things here.
3: Things,
0: yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, so, no, thanks, thanks Edward, for joining us in, in, in Walkabout. It's been a lot of fun um, to kind of hear, because we, we play this every single week at least, right, with the community and then in our own time as well. And it's for nice sure. to hear what happens behind the scenes a little bit. To kind of really appreciate the level of work that you do to bring these courses in. Because obviously we see everything working and it's, it's amazing. And the, the standard is so high now. But to actually understand exactly what process goes behind it. And to actually put a voice and, a, and an avatar face at least to to
1: some of the designs <laughs>
0: that we know and love is is, is pretty nice. For
1: sure. It's pretty I nice. look forward to the courses coming out more than like my birthday. And it it still blows my mind that. <laughs> when i first came in here it was just the first eight like that's crazy that's crazy yeah
0: you've almost yeah it is doubled getting a bit big it. you've almost doubled it in terms of dlc the dlc i think yeah after mist or if you put out one before mist um then that you know that's 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 double exactly double from I was about to say, oh, courses. we've got one coming before Mist, but that was 20,000 leagues
2: under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to saying, oh, there's one before Mist that we haven't announced.
0: Uh, oh, it's there. There it is. Perfect. And um, just to. A... Mist is due for November, right? At the moment?
2: I don't know the exact date. Um, yep. What we tend to do is try and get everything beyond perfect and then announce a release date because the. Mm. It's not the worst thing in the world, but you know, a really annoying thing is when you're excited and you have that taken Delay. away, um, and then it gets delayed. And yeah. we've got, yeah, and we've got such an mm. understanding community. Everyone seems to get that we want to announce things when they're ready. You know, once we've done an announcement, a trailer, the game is mm-hmm. already ready. You know, it's got a couple yeah.
0: days, and we'll use those days to just
2: extra perfect
0: fine. Yeah, mm, always, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, um, one thing, actually, I just wanted to put a quick suggestion of my own out here. Um, you know how you can random easy, hard, and any? I would love a feature where I could say favorite, say, just the DLC. Or favorite, say, Taurus Trap, Cherry Blossom, Arizona, and Seagull, say the original ones. And only random those if I wanted to, rather than the whole thing. So then we could create, like, a little tournament, go, okay, we're going to play these four courses in random order, and, um, and go in that way. That would be uh one of my idea that's because we want to what we want to do for podcast listeners and people on the discord especially um and patrons we want to at christmas time host like a little walkabout competition within our community where we have like three or four rounds and say the best score wins or maybe the best trick shot also gets like maybe a t-shirt or something of one of our merch um and having like the ability to favorite say three or four courses and only randomize those they will be welcome but yeah i just wanted to say right, that. i'll make sure <laughs>
2: everyone i'll make sure the team hears about that
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely okay perfect um edward thank you very much uh thanks to pj and kyle also behind the cameras for for filming this podcast um it's been a lot of fun in fact i feel like this has actually worked really well in walkabout
1: um that's what i'm <laughs> much saying more dude, than other stuff. we might be onto something I expect yeah, we've been training, all the to like, ones that I want to be in about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it has to be through oh, the yeah. DLCs as well to go through this. No, we appreciate it a lot, Edward, and we appreciate the whole Walkabout team. I want to shout out I believe it was David who kind of set me up with you um, as well. Yeah. So shout out to David, who's been in good communication and, and sorting at this interview as well. Um, to everybody, we will see you next week for a regular Zoom version of a podcast. <laughs> Bye now.